I can change the future! At this rate, events will play out as I've seen. That can't happen! Don't you see? I'm here because I want to do something to help you! Please, All Might! I'm sorry, but for the sake of this world, I have to be able to say that I am still here. Please stop! If you continue like this, you'll face off against a villain and die an unspeakably gruesome death! The two of us parted ways after that argument. We couldn't agree about my future. Principal Nezu recommended young Togata to me, but before I could meet him, I ended up running into you. I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you. Because... Because you're my fan. All Might... going to die? My check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? My check, my check, waifu, waifu. King, Teliano, is that you? Mr. Polo Born Fly, what's going on, bro? What's up there, boy? What's oh, up, man. Baby? So we got some interesting topics. Oh my goodness. What? It's going to be a hell of an episode again. Episode 21, I thought was going to be our best episode, is our best episode right now today. But episode 22, which is this episode, is fantastic. I'm your boy, Polo. That's King Teliano. <sighs> Let me tell y'all. Before we do that, let's thank our sponsor, Lou Complex. Shout out to Lou Complex. Go to LouComplex.com and get a shirt just like this one. Use the offer code WAIFU to save on your entire cart and also support the podcast. Also, my check WAIFU WAIFU also has their own merch, as you see both of us wearing today. I got on a hey. mic check WAIFU WAIFU dad hat. And he has on the mic check WAIFU 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 Grace. She's dope. Hey. I love Grace. She's incredible. She's she, one of my favorites. Maybe maybe third. It's Pansy or Miku. I can't determine which which one yet. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't Grace. <laughs> uh, but check that stuff out. Um, you go to that by going to teespring.com slash stores slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Link will be in the show notes uh, inside the link tree um, links. Also, shout out, big shout out, big fat shout out to our Patreon producers, Chris Goodywin. Monique Williams and Connor, Connor, our brother. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show and keeping the lights on, keeping us going. And shout out to all of our other Patreon supporters as well, man. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all so very, very much. Most definitely keeping us doing this. Yes, 100% facts. Please share the Patreon with your friends. Please share this podcast with your friends. And don't forget to rate it on all podcast services. Now, this is episode 22 of My Check Waifu Waifu. And I must say, we got some real thick topics for you. Teliano, my brother, where do What's you up? even want to start today? Uh, There's so many different places we can go. I mean, so do you want to start with the topic you put in the Facebook group? Either that or we can start off with what we watch. Maybe we should start with what we watch and get through that quickly. 
Yeah, we can do that quickly. That actually sounds really good to me. Okay. Um, so you want me to start off? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, cool. Bet. I'll take that. Um, challenge accepted. So <laughs> first and foremost, um, there's a manga that I always say whenever I talk about manga is my favorite manga called Twin Star Exorcist. Oh, yeah. And the anime was trash. <laughs> right. Well, <clears throat> just recently... In the manga, they released a new chapter right after my baby was born, basically. Hey, congrats again. Thank you, sir. Uh, and everyone who else is listening, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I hadn't really had a chance like catch up with it until, you know, just recently. So I read the newest chapter. <sighs> and they finally did the second time skip. So Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, time out. There was, there's two? Yeah, so when we first start the series, they're like 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Two years skip, time skip, they're 16. Uh, and the two are separated. They don't get to see each other anymore, even though they're going to be husband and wife. Oof. Uh, but they don't get to see each other for two years. Mm-hmm. And they train, get stronger. The girl no longer has powers. The guy still has his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it kind of progresses. Well, just now in the latest chapter, we get to kind of see like the wrap up of everything. We see like, okay, they finally defeated the the big bad that we had set this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, she came back. She had even more power than she's ever had before, but she had to become an impurity or essentially like a demon basically to even get these powers. Oh, wow. That's, that's what her nature is in the first place. Like that's what she was supposed to be in the beginning. Um, and he was supposed to be the opposite. They're supposed to be yin and yang. No. Okay. So, okay. so She's supposed to be the evil side of the power. He's supposed to be the good side of the power. But they have to work together to exercise all the impurities in the in the world. Mm. Well, the actual goal for them is for them to have kids. They don't even they're really not even supposed to fight. But their goal is that if they if they ever have kids, they don't they want to destroy all the impurities before they can even happen to their kids to have to do that. That sounds nuts. But uh, basically, they wrap up everything. We see who's still alive, everything like that. Um, and she kind of explains to him because he had no idea what she had to go through to even regain her powers. Last time he saw her, she had no powers. She she had lost all of her power and oh, could not do anything. She was essentially like Sakura. Um, Damn. Better than Sakura still. <laughs> but, Naruto. Right. But she had lost all her power and was unable to even be of any assistance to anyone in the exorcist world. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had to get the help of Basara, which are the strongest possible impurities. And she had to go to the very first impurity ever made and figure out how she was to get her powers. She goes through this trial where she basically almost dies obviously because oh, she's the main character right. <laughs> and she survives comes out on top where every other so the the twin star exorcist um the the backstory to the twin stars is that um every generation there's a new set of twin stars okay and basically uh the twin stars are just two a boy and a girl who are born in the same year mm-hmm. who essentially are supposed to be married and have the miko which is the child that consumes both the yin and yang power, not just them being the individual yin and yang. Mm-hmm. But every twin star before them has died because the female side of it was never able to successfully take over the impurity power without devouring themselves and becoming an impurity. Oof. So she was the first one to successfully do it in like, I think they said a thousand years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously a thousand, a thousand year is like, you know, that's a, a nice even time frame to do it. Right. 
but she did it. They come back and the big bad that they had been fighting the whole time is the female twin stars twin brother. Oh shit. Who, because he was her twin was actually able to harness her power. Damn. So he had been going through the entire world. He was even feared by the Basara themselves as like the strongest one around. Right. So they had to double team to fight against him because their powers are amplified together. And they finally are able to, you know, defeat him. The the best part about that is um, essentially when they fight and defeat him mm-hmm. is that uh, he he kind of finally, instead of being like this crazy monster, mm-hmm. he comes back to reality and says, I did all of this so that my sister wouldn't have to fight. And so oh, that all my friends didn't have to fight. I see. They come to that resolution at the end of the chapter. They do a four-year time skip. They're 20. And then we see a new number one Basara, right. a new number one bad guy who is kind of like, the party's about to get started. Yeah. We've seen this Basara before, but she was hiding all, all the other times. Now she's like on the forefront, like it's time to get dirty. It's mm. time to get busy, time to make some changes. I'm super hyped, but I think they're going to take a break. <laughs> and I'm like sorry. A, like a long one? <laughs> yeah, like maybe a couple months. But they normally take like a month break anyway between chapters. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So I think the one thing I want to talk about Maybe two things. But the one thing I want to talk about is why Orensuki is, or Orensuki, or however you say it, is be- <laughs> quickly becoming probably my one of my top three slice of life animes ever created. Oh. Yeah, mm. ever. That's, that's big, bro. The Yeah, because, okay. Now, some one thing that get on my nerves sometimes is the comedy in Slice of Life is never done right. And again, one episode of this, of this uh, show, comedy wasn't great. It was like too overdone, too, I guess, too Japanese, you know, and that doesn't sit well with all Americans. But so it was just it was it was too campy, I guess, too yeah. corny. But the show's story has never dissipated it's never dropped it's never got lower it's never got like bad it always had me so enthralled in these characters and the way they go about things and the twist and the turns behind it it was so crazy so i'm gonna try not to spoil it because i really won't tell to watch this it's so good but one of one of the um one of the, the characters decided to set up our main character like set him up to where he made to where it seemed like this guy was just a Mac trying to get trying to have three girlfriends at once. And she was successful at doing so at like fooling everybody to make them think that he had three girlfriends at the same time. But in reality, she was doing that so she can then take the place of one of the uh, basically of one of the people participating in their festival dance and like because she really is like actually in love with him and they do a whole backstory on how she fell in love with him but he's like he like shot her down or denied her because of some moral compass that he has as it's just so good because he found out that you know what I'm not even going to go into it I'm not even going to go this, into- is, this is the same guy who uh, who was the, da- the like the, yeah, yeah. He's, the jack- he's like that hey I'm good 
but I'm also like I'm a, I'm an asshole. Uh, yeah, like a like a like a yeah, essentially, exactly. It's the same guy, but we started to figure out that he has more good in him than that actual bad. His yeah. bad side is actually technically good. He's just doing the bad stuff for hard hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can call it appearances. My God, dude, they brought out Pansy as like as her real self, you know, not her nerdy self. She's one of the main characters and she's a nerdy girl who figured out who our main character, I think his name is Jiro, who he really is. And like when she brought out her real self, bro, she probably passed Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets as my number one waifu. What? Yeah, she's wonderful. But Miku's so good. I got to watch Quintessential Quintuplets just to find out if she's still my number one. But she's really like she's her character her attitude, her anime, like the way she's drawn is just kind of like, it's it's up there with me for number one. But the show is fantastic, man. If you haven't seen Orosuke yet, watch it. It's worth the watch. It's so many twists and turns. So many just, just things you wouldn't expect from a show like this when you first start watching it. It's Which, a slice of life and it's hitting you with all the things. You yeah, it, it, yeah. The only thing it hasn't hit me with yet is the sadness. I want to know if that's in here. I doubt it. But the intriguing story is more than enough to make up for that. Okay. I love it. It's worth it. Hello and his white claw. Hey, we ain't even gonna talk. <laughs> Dude, you ain't even gotta <laughs> you ain't even had to mention that. I was covering up the logo and everything. I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, judge me here, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all leave the judgment to Judy, all right? Don't judge me. Oh man. Uh so yeah. Oh, uh, uh, one more anime before we one more, just real quick. Go ahead. SAO is fantastic. That's what I was going to talk about next. Oh, is it really? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, what a crazy uh, coincidence. I wanted to talk about, about I, w- I want to talk about Sword Art Online. Yes. Um, so, so you know, let's be honest. The first, but first couple of episodes, you know, I was being a little bit brutal. You were, just, yeah. you were a little I was saying, I'm, I'm disappointed. I want it more. Mm-hmm. This is not what I wanted. Uh, why is Kirito in a wheelchair? <laughs> Kirito. I mean, I, I I get it. If Kirito's not in a wheelchair, everything gets fixed mm-hmm. super easy, right? One hundred percent. Number one swordsman. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, this episode, this latest episode, gave me better perspective. Yeah, um, man. It made me. It made me see that Alice has some place to like, kind of like prove herself. And and I mean she's already technically proven herself. No, they, yeah, like, she's proven. She, she said they like they were like, look, you probably have, you're the only one who hasn't noticed it yet, but you're the strongest swordsman, you know. Why Kirito uh, is least, vegetable? Yeah, while Kirito is vegetable, yeah, you're the strongest swordsman, and she has no idea yet. But we still have yet to see what her new level can take her. What's this new strongest weapon that that they can carry? Mm-hmm. So like. Um, I'm just gonna say my favorite part of the episode was Kirito sitting in this chair and do like threw the little dagger at him and Kirito's like, yeah, no, nah, that's not happening. It like, sliced it away. He he can't move and yet he still is strong enough to say, yeah, we're not doing that. So not only did he slice it away, but it was aimed not even at him. It was aimed at Alice and he still protected her. That's what had me like, damn, this motherfucker's a beast. Now a lot of people are so down on this season of uh SAO and I, I cannot deny that I understand why. Like I did like <clears throat> if you argue with me and say, hey, this S season of SAO sucks, I can't say I I I can't say you're wrong. 
I wouldn't even say it sucks though, because it doesn't. It suck. doesn't suck. It's so good. But I mean, some people may right. There's no way in the hell I wouldn't deny that. But this, like, for some reason, man, for for some reason lately, the slower anime that's just not been all about the fighting or all about just one main character has been getting me ever since Astro Lost in Space. Like, ever since Astro Lost in Space, my entire mentality on anime that doesn't solely focus on the main character has changed because that's why I like Fire Force so much. Like, they they focus on the different characters in Fire Force. And the storytelling is nice, slow and progressive, like it's it's paced well, you know what I'm saying? Like and I yeah. enjoy it. I've been no, enjoying it a lot. That that's something that I can attest to because these last two episodes of SAO, right? Mm-hmm. Uh they had this like steady build. Yeah. Where it's building up to something. Yeah. We even yeah. saw like the new head bad guy, uh, you know, through his evil deeds. Mm-hmm. But it was even cooler when like the one human a captain on that on the bad side is like he's so engulfed with rage and right. fury. That animation scene was beautiful. Like, like that was one of the best animated Gorgeous. scenes. Like, even it, it was quick though. It was like thirty seconds of a scene where you can see they put some budget in there. And dude explodes <laughs> in this like tornado of fury and rage, mm-hmm. and he gets to he for whatever reason he can see that he's like, I can't kill this man with a murderous weapon because he his spirit is already dead. Right. But alive at the same time. I mean, I think he understands that this person's not originally of this world. Mm-hmm. So he realizes that this this new leader of their dark underworld is technically part of another world. Right. So that was nice to see that somebody from the outside can actually have perspective out of it. Mm-hmm. And Alice knows that as well. And she was even on the ver- verge of sharing that, too. Yeah. Uh, you almost gave that up. Like, but like, let's go back just a little bit for for a quick minute. Let's go back to the episode before this most recent one in SAO. Let's talk about the villain and what he did. What he did was so fucked up. And it it caused me to actually have hate towards this villain. But I like that. I like that the, the way they the way they build him up. This motherfucker killed his best friend, basically, to figure out if souls were real. That's like, not why he did it. Essentially, it is, bro. Oh, I mean, okay, it is. yeah, yeah. That is why he wanted he did to see that killing. Yeah, his best friend. Yes, yeah. That is why not he the did bug. it. He also, I think they also said he did that with an initial floodlight, though. So it was in another VR world. So no, I'm assuming it wasn't. That was real life, wasn't it? I, I mean, you can't experience that in real life. No, what? I, I think he, I think he's like either schizo or he's like something is going or is wrong with his mind. That's, that's why I feel like it was yeah. real life. And that's what he saw. Quote unquote. Yeah. I could be we'll, wrong though. We'll have to see. I think yeah, I might have to rewatch he, it. I mean, I think that he did that in another VR world. I that's hope what so. he, that he did make a statement that he had been going through other VR worlds to mm. try and get that same experience. Yeah. But, um, what I will say is that, yes, that was still very crazy because even if that was another VR world, that still. was still a VR world with a floodlight, mm-hmm. which is essentially the human soul. So he killed someone in that world just so he can consume their soul and get try and like live their life through that consumption. Um, what game was that, though? Like they never even mentioned that being another game. That's why I thought it was real life. And I also think that it, it kind of put some pieces together for us because they were able to break into you know, yes. this fortress essentially. Right. 
this iron fortress on water and hack into everything. They mm-hmm. clearly have some kind of experience with this. So That's they true. could have been practicing with this beforehand or anything like that. That's I don't exactly. know really scenario. But uh I, I thought you were saying you, you felt bad for him killing the old girl that was supposed to be in his room. No, I mean no, that that was awesome too, by the way. Yeah, I, I was like, he was supposed to do that. Yeah. She tried to kill him. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. No, I, that's expected. But I mean her her moralities were right. Like she's trying to kill him because this fucking guy is ridiculous. She's like, yo, yeah. what you're trying to do is I mean, I understand like we're the dark make territory. More problems. But it's gonna cause more problems. Exactly. So let's not do that. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't quite work out for her. I will say the only thing that surprised me is how, and I mean, I guess it makes sense for this, this part of Sword Art Online, because last uh, season of Sword Art Online, when they cut those dudes' arms off and stuff, and even when they went as far as like, you know, the sexual explicit scenes, yeah, 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 yeah. they got pretty dark on that. I love so that. when when he killed this girl, I was. I wasn't expecting to go that dark, but then I went and thought about it again. It's like they did they did even worse last season. Yeah, and it keeps getting darker and darker and darker as it goes. So. Which Yeah, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Just don't take it don't take it too far. You know? yeah, true. <laughs> don't, true. Don't, 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 don't go don't go too far, bro. Don't kill any children. No, no, you're right. That's a good point. That's hard to see. But boy, it's SAO was great. SAO it was is fantastic. Great. I take back everything I said before. <laughs> And people don't like the second season. I just, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to the homies right now. I listen to the uh, the Black Anime Podcast. Go check them out. It's B L X X K Anime Podcast on Spotify. Their podcast is dope. They also have like they have like the same kind of viewpoint we do, but it's also different. So check them out. They're awesome. I was listening to them and they, I like I liked the way they were talking about Sao and how they just said season two just sucks. And I disagree. Like. I like season two. I understand why you say it sucked. I even like the gun girl online parts. I like the ALO parts, even though it was like relatively slow. But the fighting scenes and that was fantastic. Like, I liked it. Okay, I liked it. I still like the story and the characters too. I liked the um, OVAs for Elf Online better than the actual Elf Online. Yeah. That, that season two, to me, in my personal opinion, was the weaker of hey, all yeah. of the Sword Art Online. Wasn't seasons. as strong. I agree. But it still was good uh, to me. I think that it's better if you're watching it all in one. But if you're mm-hmm. if you're waiting for the next episode and you gotta wait, nah, man. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather That's just true. watch the original Sword Art Online, skip off online, and then go straight to Gun Girl. Because Gun Girl, in my opinion, was better than Alpha Online. It was dope. Uh, but I like the OVAs for that. that I'm just gonna say that. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, listening to their podcast, they they had a great topic too that um we we probably had to do one of these days. Their topic was uh the new big three. I enjoyed that topic a lot, but mm-hmm. I did disagree with one of them because one of them did say that the new one of the new big three is Black Clover. Let's talk a little bit about Black Clover, okay? Now looking at our Facebook group, our boy man, our homie, Des man, Desmond, he. Gave his review of a uh, Black Clover. He said he's mm-hmm. about in the hundreds, ninety five episodes in. I think he said okay, ninety five episodes in. He gave it a seven point five. I I'm I think that's accurate. What? That's 7.5 high on Black Clover. For you Black think that's Clover? high for Black Clover? Yes. I don't know, bro. I read the manga. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I decided to 
I decided that, and that's what somebody in the uh, in the Black Anime podcast said. Because the other guy, the other host, which I don't know their names exactly yet, but I will, and I will say them next time. He did say I am reading a manga though, so I haven't watched the show, so that's why he put it in his new big three. Seven point seven five. No, if we go off. If we go off how they normally do the ratings for Big Three, Black Clover is worth it because of the sales. Black Clover's sales stack up to being in the, the new Big Three if you take one piece out of it. Understandable. And it's, I mean, only because, think about it, it's the same shit, bro. It's the same. It, it's the same. In a sense. It's the same fairy tale story. It's the same Naruto story. The only difference is, is that they're accelerated times 100 compared to the speed of those other ones. Like, it's the same fucking story. That's why I cannot give it the credit that everybody else is giving it. The show is, I can't even call it, because Mad Decent is a compliment in our eyes. It's not even Mad Decent. It's barely decent. Barely decent. And the only reason why it's barely decent is the story. The the bad guys in the story are good. And that's the only reason why. The animation blows so what's your uh your your uh big three as of 2019? Your new big three. Oh shit, we're gonna make this a topic can't, now. Can't use the old one. Yeah, just do it. What's your what's your new big three? We'll we'll, we'll go we'll go over it more in depth in a, maybe a later episode. But if you on the spot right now, first three to come to your mind. Shout out to Black Anime for this idea. Thank you guys. But off 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 rip, off the top of my brain, Fire Force, My Hero, and Demon Slayer. Those are the big three. What would you say? We'll go I mean, in depth on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I had to say Demon Slayer because uh, Demon Slayer, if like I said, normal big three rules is numbers. Numbers is all that matters. Uh, yes, Demon Slayer is number one because it's outselling One Piece this year, which is ridiculous. Uh, I'm not going to put Fire Force in there. I will, I will for my personal three. Uh, I mean... What is it? Demon Slayer, My Hero is an obvious one. Probably Promise Neverland. Mm. I don't but know. If I that also has read to... the manga. The anime series is not going to stack up. Yeah, because I don't have the 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 the, the power that a fight the, the Fire Force has. The manga is doing really good. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're going the off manga. Of, you're going off yeah, of analytics though. Yeah, the manga is huge, and that's what I'm going off of. Yes, analytics. Analyze, like, okay. where where are the numbers for that? Mm-hmm. The manga is hitting hard. Um, anime wise, I only got one season. Do your personal big three though, like I, I mean, oh my my personal big three is going to be Twin Star Exorcist, uh, <laughs> uh, Twin Star Exorcist. Um, Not the anime, to, uh, by the way. The manga. The manga, of course. To clarify, um, Fate Grand Order. Hmm. I like it. And then uh Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. That that would be what I would pick. Um that's the only reason only reason I'm not putting Astral Lost in Space in there is because it's only gonna be for this year and that's yeah, 100%. it. hundred percent. They're not giving us no more. Yeah. That's and that's why I chose the three. I chose another thing I gotta disagree with uh, the black anime boys with is uh they feel that Demon Slayer's story is not that great, which they are fucking wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Objectively speaking. <laughs> They're absolutely wrong on that one. Demon Slayer story is phenomenal. It's way better than Black Clover story ever. Ugh, dog. In my opinion, Demon Slayer has one of the more 
original storylines yes. for a current anime. Right. Like, and- uh, everything at this point is you're weak and you become strong. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the biggest anime. Or you already have power and you're something else, right? Yeah. We watched, we did watch him be weak at, at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was never truly weak. His right. family was always destined for, for this. Something, yeah. Yeah. And they walked into his house and he was like, no, how do I, how do I redeem this? How do I make this? How do I change this for the better? Right. So he, in my opinion. The, the best thing about Tanjiro is that he always played chess. No matter what he was doing, he always played chess, not checkers. And that to me is the smartest way of having the character develop. Like no matter what situation he's in, no matter what fight, even when he fought a uh, Giyu for the first time, he was playing chess when he mm-hmm. fucking when he threw up the uh, what you call it and was like running right. <laughs> like oh he, he's dope he's dope and that he's not like great. he's not like Deku mm-hmm. you know he's not like he's not yelling and crying like and Asta Asta that first episode bro that first episode um, is terrible bro almost gave me an aneurysm <laughs> I uh, feel you I can't believe I can't believe you would say Brock Cobra is a that. seven bro. Our boy Shinra, though. I mean, yeah, I'd definitely give Black Clover a seven easy. Ugh, that's gross. That's funny. In the manga, I don't have to hear nobody's voice. That's true. I keep forgetting you read the manga. I keep totally forgetting that. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's move on before the, this topic gets too much longer because uh, we got right. a lot to talk about. Okay, so here we go. We have two different topics coming from our from posts that we made on Twitter or Facebook. And uh, both of them are legit- legitimately dope. Which one you want to go with first? You want to go with the uh, the one I posted? I like your topic. I like your topic. Okay, so what I posted on Twitter and Facebook was, I said, you have one anime show to show someone who doesn't watch anime. Which one are you showing them and why? We're going to share your responses on the podcast. So some of the responses we got were incredible. I love it. So I'm going to go through some of them right now. So one of them, um, from <laughs> one of our Twitter followers, his uh his Twitter name is uh Get in the Mecca, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, apparently he has a podcast called Get in the Mecca Podcast, so that's one I have to check out. So Jamal, shout out to you. But he says e- uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion because it will leave him nice. It will leave him nice and confused <laughs> for sure. <laughs> which I appreciate because that's a fact. What you uh you want to read the next one or you want me to keep going? Uh, I can go out the Facebook group real quick. Yeah, yeah. Our boy Drew and the Facebook group said Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm. amazing story, amazing characters, full of different emotions, and I mean that's a given. I think anyone who's experienced in anime would agree with that in general. That that whole Full Metal Alchemist is the easy way to come in. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. That's yeah, straight up. That's a really good one. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the possibility on Twitter. That's T H E E possibility on Twitter or Negai Springfield. He says, uh, Fate Zero, one of their most iconic series. Uh, so more to watch. Characters, story, animation, fights are all top tier. That's the one he'll show somebody, which is a hundred percent a fact. Couldn't agree with him more on that one. I, I, I love that, that entire idea. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to be the one to say it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I went ahead and jumped to that one because I knew you wouldn't want to. I appreciate you, brother. Straight up. Um, 
Now, my um, personal waifu, uh, Monique Williams, hey. she said the promise Neverland uh, because it didn't feel like she was watching anime, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it was it's a it's a thriller. So you got the storyline and it's going to be a shock from episode one all the way to episode 12. And uh, my wife liked it and she doesn't even watch anime. The only other one she actually sat down and watched and enjoyed was Death Note. Mm-hmm. So you can tell she has a type when it comes to these anime. Straight up. So uh, I definitely think Promise Neverland is one that you can ease into if you don't, you know, if watch. you don't watch anime, that's a banger for you. Straight up. Uh, I'm going to go to another one I mentioned, Promise Neverland. He's a uh, God Punch Pat. Uh, he says, uh, Promise Neverland, episode one. Now fall down a rabbit hole and you'll never climb out of. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hold that. Up. Have you watched it yet? Not yet, man. Not yet. Oh, my God. It's, it's a must now. For one, like. Uh, my sister-in-law straight up said promise neverland so i'm like okay that's more than enough reason for me to watch it i got a question i got a question for you bro what's up can you binge it can i binge it yeah i can try my best we watched it all and and, i mean granted we at home right now i'm on i'm on paternity leave Mm -hmm. Uh, so i don't i don't really have much to do other than take care of babies right now but (laughs) can if you can binge it let's 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 review it next week if you can uh, next week, I could probably do that. I'm off on Thursday. I could probably do that. Yeah, go down that rabbit hole because that first episode is a doozy. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, our boy Russell on the Facebook group said the rising of Shield Hero. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of similarities to other anime, but being set in a European style country, some of the cultural references would be easier to understand. It's also set like an RPG, so it's even more relatable to those who enjoy those type of video games. Mm. So you have like a leveling structure, um, different um, elemental weaknesses, uh, shield versus spear, that kind of deal, right? Um, Obviously, certain heroes have advantages over other heroes. Um, It's very easily understandable to people who play video games but don't watch anime. Mm. Great choice. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to do two really quick because one of them is just, he just says an anime. Uh, his uh his Twitter handle is underscore Rob J. He just says uh, Death Note or Samurai Shampoo, and then I act, I had him clarify on which one of those he would choose, and he chose Death Note. Um, another one is from <laughs> now. This is this is funny. Um, this one comes from uh, Kitatani Hikaru. Uh, they say he uh, Hayaku. Uh, and he says with that or she because I don't know I wasn't going to assume anybody's gender even if mm-hmm. someone that doesn't play or like volleyball I think Hayaku will be great uh, a great starter anime it's hilarious it's amazing and it's so good you can't hate it yeah Haiku, <laughs> I have to start that one yeah I've been I've been waiting to and I really have to start it it's a sports anime so you know I ain't touching it I know you're not gonna touch it but <laughs> it's, it looks so hype Everybody, everybody said that though. That's not the first person I ever heard mention that anime. All right. So we got uh, Christian Murphy. Um, he says Yu Yu Hakusho because it's both an emotional roller coaster and it's so quintessentially nineties. That's true. Uh, That's a <laughs> yes. Uh, it's one of those anime that it gives you some interesting stuff in the beginning. I don't feel like it's really action packed from the jump. No, but it goes from like, I guess, soul detective, spirit detective, right. to like, oh, we we in the heat of it and we fighting. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some some other shit. And it's dark as hell too. It's really <laughs> it dark. is. It's really good though. Um, art style is pretty good. I have to say, I, that's definitely one I would choose. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. So uh, one somebody from Twitter, uh, CPZ says, "Attack on Titan or Cold Geass? Cold Geass because the intriguing story. Uh, it was a uh, it was new at the time for me because everything was so similar until I watched Cold Geass on the Dog Swim. And then he said, "Attack on Titan. It just speaks for itself." <laughs> Which I appreciate. Attack on Titan would definitely be a big three. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't even know why we didn't mention. We'll talk about that in another. <laughs> yeah, Attack on Titan is wild. So, um, my uh, my friend Peter, uh, he said Naruto. <laughs> Wait, is is Peter the one that always put Naruto, Naruto memes? Now, I, yeah, it's hard for me to say Naruto wrong. So well, he don't he don't put the T. He puts a D. Yeah, he puts a D. <laughs> he puts a D every time he posts a uh, Naruto meme in our Facebook group, and he just says yeah. Naruto. <laughs> yeah, he always does Naruto memes. I think he posted one one meme that wasn't Naruto, and I what is that? Here? Did he really do that? Wait, did he put Naruto? Naruto? Na- it's hard for me to say it wrong. Naruto as the as the uh, as a caption. He put and normally Naruto is the caption. Yeah. What did he put? I can't remember. It was a, it was a, it was a while ago, bro. I'm actually baffled by that. About to look for it. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to go with uh, this. Uh, Jacob Mills says Ramoni Kinchin. And I said, oh, uh, please, why that one? I really wanted to know why he would suggest that as somebody's first anime. He said it's great. It's a great period piece anime without some of the craziness you get from other shonen animes. Plus a lack of bad filler and great fights, character development, and relationships. That's real. Now, shout um, out to you, Jacob. That's a great one. I don't know if you noticed, know but uh, Jacob is currently the DM for my Dungeon Dragons. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Dope. I, I, I took a little bit of break because, like I said, the baby and stuff like that. Of course. But Jacob is awesome on like the storyline kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and Ramoni is, is one for the yeah. story for sure. Yeah. So I think he chose that out of like instinct. Good choice, Jacob. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's one. a great choice. Now, uh, Jonathan Nixon said probably Ghost in the Shell, Oof. the real one, not the ScarJo movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that. Now, uh, I think he wasn't the only person to say Ghost in the Shell, but um, Ghost in the Shell, like standalone complex, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Those are classics. Like, it feels they're, like not, they're, they're not old because they're, they're really not old. Those, that's a 2000. That's a, yeah. like a mid 2005 kind of anime. Right. So it's not like old, but it, it feels like a classic. It was beautiful. The story was good. You related to the characters. It feels like, I mean, I'm going to go to this next one. Um, I. <laughs> I'm a, oh, as soon as I find it, because this, this, this kind of relates with each other. So I'm going to go to. Oh, sorry, give me one second. I'm going to fill time. Oh, I'm going to go to one of our Patreon producers is the Goody Win. Hey. Goody Win says uh, Cowboy Bebop all day now. Uh, but secretly, I want to say Tenchi, my, my yeah. which is Muyo, sorry, which is another great one. But Cowboy Bebop and and. Ghost in the Show goes in the same category for me. Those two anime remind me of dope ass sci-fi TV shows, like from the Sci-Fi Channel. Mm-hmm. Like it reminds me of the, like something my father would watch. Which 
I learned from Ghost in the Shell from my father because he had it back in Texas in like 2008 and he gave me the DVDs and that's another one I watched. Ghost in the Shell was was mad, mad dope. And it just reminds me of a great like sci-fi show along with Cowboy Bebop. For sure. And no. those are good first animes for sure. Since we on that Cowboy Bebop train, I'm going to go with uh, Bert Jordan. Hey, our brother. Our, our brother. I love this guy. Squad. Hey, congrats uh, to him on getting third place in a, uh, a fighting game tournament. Tekken tournament, yeah. Tekken tournament, yeah. So one of these days, we're going to have him on the show to talk about that. Maybe uh, might uh, check Encore. Yeah, maybe Encore. All right. Uh, he, he said Cowboy Bebop for the drama, but he did also add if he was like looking for action, maybe One Punch Man or mm-hmm. Suspense Death Note. But he was saying he would base it off the taste of the person that you're recommending it to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we would do the same thing. But I mean, right. all of those are pretty good ones. That One Punch Man is the first on this list so far. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one else said One Punch Man, really. So, But that's a, a pretty good one. It's like satire. It's going to be, it's not hilarious, but it's kind of decently funny. I would disagree with that. Like, I, yep. as a first anime, I don't know if One Punch Man to be the one. Maybe it's too like if you don't understand anime, if you never watched anime, watching One Punch Man and have you like, oh fuck, what the hell? Is this? <laughs> I guess that's kind of true. You know what I'm it's saying? Making fun of anime. Exactly. You don't know the satire behind everything that they that they that they doing in the show. Like, I mean, it's, it's making fun of Superman too. It's a <laughs> well, that's a good point. It's an entire parody. Like it's the point of it is to parody anime, which is dope. So that's, it's kind of hard to be the first one to recommend, but I understand why. Um, I'm gonna go with Tony Bella. Tony Bella says Death Note since it's uh, one of the more popular anime, and people who don't watch anime tend to like more. And he says also My Hero Academia for the same reason. America is huge, has a huge pop culture influx of superheroes. I'm surprised not more popular amongst fans. It's, it's not more popular amongst fans uh, of the MCU, honestly. And I have a feeling. Okay, this is Tajay talking now or Polo. I have a feeling that if you if like you're a fan of the MCU and you haven't watched anime, if you watch My Hero, you will become a fan of anime. Straight up. I mean, I I think I can agree with that. Yeah, because like uh, some people don't like My Hero though, but I I, I think that My Hero is easy to like in my personal. Yeah, hundred percent. It's easy to like. Like um, for example, somebody I know who don't watch anime, every time they see me watching My Hero, they're like, oh shit. What's this show? This show's dope. I want to see this show. How do I watch this show? Like, like <laughs> they don't they don't like anime, but every time they see that, they're like, okay, I need to watch this show. So um our boy Joe Lee comes with a classic with Monster, mm. um, a thriller. It's about a, a doctor who essentially is a brain surgeon, yeah. and there's a string of murders that happens, and he kind of all of his morals and beliefs and stuff kind of get shaken up and uh, try and figure out where these murders, how these murders are happening, or how these murders are happening. So uh, that's a classic one. If you like a thriller with mm-hmm. the older art style, um, I would say that's actually pretty good. And looking at ratings, it's actually extremely highly rated. Oh, of course, this that's definitely a classic. The story behind that is definitely different than your typical anime. Yeah, which is dope. I'm gonna go with uh, Alexandria. She says, uh, <laughs> she says Dragon Ball Z. I mean, who doesn't love DBZ? It's an amazing story, amazing fights, beautiful animation style, and it's a well-rounded and it's well-rounded example. Uh, yeah, and it's a well-rounded example, and with its immense popularity in the U.S., it's easy transition from for, for, from U.S. animation 
Who can turn down a good Kamehameha? Question mark. Facts. Who can? Now, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with her. Dragon yeah. Ball Z is easy to get into if you if you catch it at the right point. If you catch it at a wrong point, right? If you catch it during the Boo series when he's turning Super Saiyan three, that episode, you're gonna be miserable. You're gonna be like, "What the hell is this?" Because he's screaming <laughs> for literally the entire episode. Well, that's also another thing. Got Dragon Ball Kai. That's true. That's true. <laughs> cut out the filler. Cut out some of that screaming. That's a and good just point. get to get to the all the important parts. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Now, how many more people we got left? A lot. Okay. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, uh, did you want to go over Philip Philip J. Woodward's? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So he kind of got a long one on the Facebook group. He posted a nice little little paragraph here. Oh yeah, he did. Shit. He said he really liked the choices up here, especially Full Metal Aquaman's Brotherhood, which, like I said, I enjoyed that that idea as well. That's that was the first one that popped into my head, and it had a great emotional story, good emotion, mm-hmm. and good uh, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Death Note was the second. It is a battle of mind of wits that everyone can love. My wife watches very little anime, but these are two of her favorites, which, like I said, Death Note's very popular. It's like like I said before, mm-hmm. uh, Full Metal Aquaman's Brotherhood is obviously very popular. Uh, My Hero Academia, which uh, Polo spoke about earlier, it, and we talked about, it's a very hard one to dislike. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone likes a underdog rising story, um, but he said, however, to choose something that isn't um, that hasn't been said yet, I would choose Yuri on Ice. Now, it's a sports anime, but it's also a slice of life, Polo, mm. and I know you haven't touched it. Because you know you see that you see that sports and you go <laughs> you gonna turn it down, but it's not quite a sports anime, but it's not quite um, a slice of life. The animation is beautiful. The story is just as good as the, as any film with similar subject matter. So yeah, Yuri and Ice would be my choice. Mm. Um, I actually think that's interesting. Yuri and Ice is a, is a great one, especially if you're not into or committed to action. If you're committed to an action series, then you can go with anything else. Uh, Yuri on Ice, though, gives you that kind of like thrill of doing something that's high intensity um, while still giving you like the background with the love and that kind of stuff. So I would say that's a great list to go off of for like new recommendations. 100%. Like I would never like one thing I've learned doing this podcast and meeting and getting to know Philip. I would never discount any of his recommendations. He's good. He's, He's good at it. His his mm-hmm. discussion of anime is, is right up there with ours, which is dope. Cause I didn't think we would ever find. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's up there. I, I enjoy it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take his Yuri on Ice recommendation. I'm gonna consider watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh Larry Mc, McSween. Uh-huh. Uh, he says uh Mishi Shi. Uh to the uninitiated anime it may seem like it's T- all tentacle porn and ninjas yelling about dance move. This would hopefully remind them that all media is versatile and is con- and is constrained only by the imagination and ingenuity of the creators. Also, it delivers a glimpse of, uh, of another facet of Japanese culture through the actions and attitudes of the characters and myths and legends introduced. Which is interesting because I never even thought of I, never in a million fucking years would I ever say this anime. Never. But his explanation, though, made yeah. me like, oh, whoa, that's a good point. It may seem like technical porn and then just yelling about dance moves, but this will hopefully remind him that all media is versatile 
<laughs> and it's only constrained by the imagination and ingenuity. Yeah, I like that. Well said, Larry. I appreciate that. Now, are all the rest of them on Twitter? Uh, is that it? Did we cover them all? That's all. Of, that's all on Facebook. I think though. I think that's it for Twitter as well, which is perfect right. because our time is. That's like, almost. That's perfect. Yeah. That's it. Thank you all so much for contributing to that topic. We're going to give ours now, of course. I just wanted to get the uh, listeners out of the way. So, tell. I'm going to ask you as a brother. You have one anime. What is the one anime you're going to recommend? This is so hard for me. Yeah. Uh, So, like... To somebody who doesn't watch it. So, your mom. Yeah. Well, not my mom. That's a horrible <laughs> recommendation. I'd have to go with something completely different to like for her. My, yeah. my dad true, true. It, so, if I had to give it to someone based off like similar interests to me, uh, a few obviously, uh, ReZero is up there. But if let's say it was my mom, you only have one. <sighs> you can't. We can't. We can't sidestep this like they did in the. And the record, like in the, in theirs, we have to Shit. do one. You have to say one. Shit, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Asher lost in space. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, because like I don't. You say you a goon, but it's a goon to a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just so I'm choosing that one, and the reason I had to choose that one is because like there's so many different recommendations I could give to anyone. Like I have a list, a long list of anime I could give to anyone, but just here, just eat that. Yes. That's what makes this question so hard. You only have one. You can only recommend one to any person in the world that doesn't watch anime, that never even heard of the the term anime. And the one you chose is Astro Lost in Space. And my boy, that's a winner, man. That's a winner. <laughs> so since you said that, I can't say that now. So is that what you're going to pick? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so now I, my whole fucking shit is thrown off. <laughs> my, all of my equilibrium is gone. So I have to go back to the drawing board and I only oh, have man. one. I only have one. <sighs> I mean, there's only one other I would choose after that. I'm going to I'm going to have to say my hero, uh, but I don't want to do one that we already did. Yeah, give us something fresh, bro. I'll give us. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. I'm gonna give us something fresh, cause I, I can't say Clinat. I would never say Clinat, cause that's not a good first one. Um, nobody mentioned it, even though you said it earlier. It'd have to be ReZero. Yes, because that's a that's a winner. Yeah, cause seriously, like ReZero. And, I, and the reason why I chose ReZero is it's so good at explaining the world. You want to find an anime. Uh, Astral Lost in Space isn't good at that, but that's like kind of the point until you continue watching that show. Like it, it starts yeah. to explain it extremely well. But ReZero does a great job of, of setting you up to understand what the hell is going on from episode one. And then like uh, any normal person in the world has seen Groundhog's Day or Edge of Tomorrow. Like the, the movies is like based off of that. Oh, I, I wake up in the same place to do it all over again. Like that, 
people understand that concept. So if you understand that concept, you will understand this anime. And then it as it continues, you'll get more and more enthralled and invested in the characters in the world, which I enjoy. Yes. So that that'd be mine. Fuck you, fucked me with picking Astro Lost in space. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's ayo, hello, Barfly. It be like that sometimes. It do true, true. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was good though. That's good, man. That's a fantastic topic. But we about forty five minutes into this episode. Is it break time? I think it's break time. Now, Tell gave me a song during the week that is freaking phenomenal, man. It's by, uh, I don't know if she says Lilac X, but I'm going to say it. It's by Lilac X. It's called Vibe Field. This song, oh my God. When I when I played it, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, this is the vibes right here. I'm like, <laughs> I, I was getting it, dude. I, I, this is an enjoyable song. Another enjoyable song. We've been killing it with this music lately. So I'm going to say this. Okay, if you have any songs that you recommend we we play during a break, we'll listen to it. But it has to be up to our our taste, our standards. Yes, because this is an important part of our podcast is the break and a song we play because we feel like we we introduce some music that people may have never heard and will enjoy, hopefully. So if you have any ideas, let us know. We'll give it a listen. We'll go from there. And um, I do want to also say thank you so much for listening to episode 21, the recommendations. That episode is popping off on our stat sheet. So we thank you so much for listening to that. But let's get to this break. We're going to come back with uh, my hero. Um, We're just going to talk about it. And I'm sure y'all heard at the beginning of the podcast, the speech we used. So I can't can't wait to discuss that. I'm going to take this quick break and we'll be right back. Peace. Mind 
feel man lilac thank you so much for letting us use that song it's fantastic i enjoy it so much it puts me in a puts me in the mood it puts me it gives me the uh the vibes hey. <laughs> thank you so much for letting us use that it's dope i can't wait to hear more of your music that's that's for sure like i'm going to find more of your music now thanks to that well, that's uh, that's actually her first song ever what yeah it's her first song ever Incredible. I'm I'm sold. Let us know when you drop some more music. We're going to use it on the show. Thank you so much for letting us use that. Now, back to the show. My hero, bro. The speech we used earlier was Night Eye talking to All Might about how what he saw um, was basically him dying a gruesome death. Now, this pissed me off when I saw this part because it just reminded me of what Tell said to me even before My Hero even started because this motherfucker watched him, read the manga. Okay. He's like, just, he said, this is what he said. Okay. Slice spoilers. People are going to die. People are going to die. <laughs> that's, that's my Tell impression. People are going to die. So when he said that, I'm like, man. Fuck you, man. I'm watching the episode and I say this out loud, bro. I said, man, fuck tell. <laughs> because I'm like Deku. I'm like, all oh, might's gonna die. Oh my god. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Cause like, I mean, I it's I'm, it's it's obvious that he's gonna die, right? When Night Eye says that, it's obviously that that's gonna happen. But the fact that I even know kind of even that mentality, that mindset. Because of you, because of you, <laughs> motherfucker, that like I, it hurts me even more, you know? All right. So look, let me just say one thing really quick. Um, there's a couple of different, there's a differences between like the manga and the anime. So in the manga, they said something that never was said in the anime. 
Um, and that was when All Might fought uh, All For One. He said, um, All For One said to All Might, you missed your chance right here. This is where you were supposed to die to uh, have your protege actually take a step up. And it showed how Midoriya was not able to control his power yet. And yet All Might was able to instantly control his power because the person who passed it down to him died. He was he had to. He didn't have a choice. Mm, don't you even tell me that, bro. That, that was two seasons ago in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like we don't as cause okay. Okay, listen. I understand that the manga and the shows are different. But they don't say that anywhere in the anime. There's a reason why they probably did that. Okay. They didn't do that because they uh they probably it's probably gonna happen naturally in the show because of the way shit progresses in, in, in the shows versus reading it. And I think they realize that. The directors and the writers of the show realize like, look, okay, if we do it the way they did it in the manga, then it won't play out as as surprising or as as enthralling as it will if we go ahead and kill all might. And then Midoriya <laughs> finally evolves to the step to where he can become the number one hero. Now I know that. So thanks, Tell. <laughs> so like it, that's I feel like that's I mean, looking at it from a director perspective, that's exactly why they didn't do that. They left that out intentionally just for that whole shock factor, I guess, if you will, it, which makes it sense. Could, could very well be so. Yeah. Um, either way. I mean, we know, we know, Great okay, manga. we know. Great fucking mind. That that episode basically solidified the fact that All Might is gonna die. Like, there's no way Night Eye is. Everyone dies. Yeah, Everyone exactly. Dies exactly. At some point. Yeah. So there's no way that Night like we're gonna look at Night Eye and be like, oh, that's not gonna happen. He's gonna change the future. No, Night Eye. But you not. you did also you saw what he said. Yeah, a hundred percent. He, he he said it's supposed to be he's not supposed to die yet it's supposed to be in two or three years he exactly. doesn't know when he's gonna die right but he he knows it's gonna happen and I there's no way even even as a normal viewer that somebody's not watching my hero right now and thinking that all might is gonna survive there's no way there's absolutely no way with the way they build up the villain with the way they speaking of building up the villain oh when, boy when they saw him when they were walking the streets bro. <laughs> I, my my butt cheeks was clenched so fucking tight, dog. I'm like, so, so how <laughs> how shook were you when Fuck. um when it, when she's like she's holding on to Deku and Deku like I ain't gonna back down. Straight I'm up. not backing down. You like Deku? Back down. Just, just chill, bro. Back back down. Just chill. When 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 one million was like. Uh, oh, your mask came off. That silly mask. Because he was like showing that he was basically exposing the fact that he was he feeling was. angst against him, not even meeting him because they already know who he is and they don't know that they know that it's, it was crazy, dog. I'm like, yo, Midoriya, stop. You giving your face is giving this shit away. And then the My, uh, then a mammalian did that. I'm like, oh, that that's he's fucking the, awesome. The, one of the best parts bef- before the speech was when they walk back into the alley. Yeah. And he's kind of just like walking, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really, he doesn't change his tone. He keeps the same energy. Mm-hmm. And all he does is starts to touch his glove. And Eddie is instantly like, oh, nope, time to leave. All right, Deku, see you later. Uh, I can't hang out with you right now. After she was saying, don't leave me. 
Don't, don't let, let me, let go, me go. Nope. He takes and and he just he just started to like you see he breaks out in hives. He doesn't like quirk. He started to break out in hives as soon as he was getting ready to use this quirk. Yep. The idea of using the quirk is so disgusting to him. Yep. But it's like he will do it if he has to. Yep. And it's just like this guy is a monster. Like, up. I don't know. I, okay, again, to those of you that listen to the beginning of the show, I just have to say this. Those of you who are so, I'm so subbed, you had to listen to that speech at the beginning. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. Dove's yeah. got it. Because <laughs> that shit was dope, <laughs> for one. Those actors fucking killed it. I just I just had to throw that in there. But it, it reminds me of the episode when Deku is agitated and he's like in his inner monologuing, that shit, man, you can feel it. You can feel his like his 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 rage building up inside of him that just it oh my god, it's amazing. It's amazing. But was it really rage or was it Deku's like inner hero? You know? It was because his it was his from, inner hero for sure. Yeah, from episode one, he's been the I'm the hero. Yeah. I have to move forward yeah. and you know no matter whatever. what. Straight up, so like, no matter how weak he is, he he's gonna try. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna say it's his inner hero, true, uh, trying to come out, and that's what he was doing since the moment they made that scene. That's a fact, and it would have been very bad for them. One hundred, one million percent. <laughs> there's nothing that they could have done, no, to to change the outcome if they had tried mm-hmm. to tussle with him. I know, dog, dog. I know. Just thinking about it. What would have happened? He would have uh-huh. he would have did his shoot style, instantly got touched and just imploded. Well, also, um, you remember what they said though? They said that there were heists that were pulled off, and no one was hurt. They just remember the, everything going black and being unconscious, mm. and then just being on the ground. So he literally was tearing people apart, and then putting them back together, as if nothing happened. That's what they said. You didn't catch that? Mind fucking blown. He's like, oh, no. So when they were transporting and and I don't know if you know what they were transporting because they didn't really say it. So I don't I don't no. actually even know if they were transporting. They were transporting something uh, that he was trying to get a hold of. And basically he went in, tore all the people apart, got what he wanted, put them back together and left. So and they when, said they, when they nothing, said that, I didn't take that as that at all. At all, like I didn't get that at all. So this is this is coming to a surprise to me, and I'm glad I know now because now that sentence makes sense. Yeah, it, it's like he went in and committed the crime, but they couldn't even find any issues as if a crime was committed. No one was hurt, no one was bruised, and people even they even said they made a statement that people felt better than they had in years. Like the people he attacked felt better than they had ever felt. Wow! It, it was almost as if like they had lost wrinkles. Like they had gone back in time, basically. This motherfucker is insane. So it's like if you overhaul is a monster, and how do you even pull that off? You know, how do you beat that? Well, how do you even touch people? Like, yeah, like people find out what your quirk is, they're not gonna let you touch them. But it's like that's why he had the gloves. He pulled off that that heist without a single casualty. No mm. camera saw him. That's professional, bro. I mean, Yakuza for sure. Oh, man. Holy shit, man. Overall, though, this ep- this season 
is moving at a snail's pace that I fucking enjoy so much, man. It's moving so slow. Like, it's going so slow. But I'm you not think even, it's moving slow? Yeah, it's moving slow. Damn, I, mean, I think it's... I think it's moving fast, bro. Well, you, again, uh, this goes to you reading the manga. Like, it's like there's no real like action per se yet. There's been one or two instances, but it, again, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier in, the, in this episode. The buildup is so good, man. They're doing such a good job. This year of anime is doing such a good job of just building up to what is going to be or what it is. Demon Slayer did it. Fire Force did it. Astro Lost in Space did it the best. But like, they're doing so well at just building that shit up. And I'm I'm so happy to be just an anime fan at this time. Because this is just, it's perfect. I'm enjoying it. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I wish you didn't read the fucking manga, though. I wish I'm you sorry. was experiencing this with me. The same I don't have way. a choice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too good for me to not at this point. I understand, I understand too fucking good i want to know like what what are your predictions oh here you go because you know it's but, it's only fair to the listeners yeah. and the viewers we, we should give them predictions sure. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give any predictions i want what your prediction is okay he can't participate in predictions because he knows i'm gonna say that shit is gonna get so real to the point where all might has to become all might again to help them and them being uh class 1A defeat overhaul and he sacrificed himself to save Deku because Deku blindly goes into something he's not supposed to all my sacrifices himself and that's how he dies his gruesome death but that also awakens one for all and Midoriya even more so he going to be going to California smash and shit <laughs> and <laughs> Californian kicking the fuck out of overhaul probably kick his head off um, and that's my actual prediction like I'm not even playing <laughs> like that's I legit believe that that's how it's gonna happen so question yeah and I'm only gonna say this because like we talked about the speech mm-hmm. yeah, that's your prediction even though Night Eye said that or what uh all Might said tonight, I said, is basically his prediction is that he'll die in two years from now. Mm. Damn. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about that. I'm just, I, I'm just wondering. No, yeah, no. Thanks for keeping me honest. Two years from now. I mean, I, I, to be honest, it could be because it, like, overhaul could be the, the, the patient type because you see the way he's been waiting as the Yakuza the entire time the League of the Villains were doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. he's patient enough to wait. Will well, he wait he two also, years, though? I don't know. Yeah. He also said that uh, Night Eye's prediction gets more inaccurate the longer it goes. Mm. So, I mean, he 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 had to predict years and years and years into the future. True. They don't know when it could be the next time it could be. this happens. It could be now. So, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, th- give you some misdirection. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's but that's uh, that, that's mine. I mean, that's just decent, I guess. It's just that's just what epic. I think. It is. It's I like super it. Epic. I like it too. Hey, listeners, thank y'all so much for uh, rocking with us, man. I, I seriously cannot. We cannot thank you enough. Share this podcast with everybody you know that likes anime. Get those ears on us. Like again, this anime is for everybody, not just for a specific group of people. It's for all people. 
So share with your friends and, and family members that like anime. Um, check out our merch, uh, teespring.com slash door slash my check wife wife. We got some new stuff coming probably even later on tonight. We're going to might have a new shirt that might represent uh, my check manga, which is we cover now every three weeks, which we'll be picking back up on next week. Yep. Because that'll be the third week. Uh, Mission Yozakura family. My check manga. Check that out. Um, if you want, only if you want, it would be greatly appreciated. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash mic check waifu waifu because you get some cool stuff there, like the video version of us. You get to see our faces and our cool shirts and our cool hats and our reactions to stuff. You get to see that before everybody else. Um, Until exaggerating everything Polo says. <laughs> yeah. You get to you get to watch that the day that this podcast comes out. Also, you get access to our bonus podcast, My Check Encore, which is strictly about everything and nothing at the same time. So we we that, talked that last episode though was fire, dude. It was so good. Episode oh, eight man. of My Check Encore is real, real good. We talked about music mostly that episode. We talked about Death Stranding. Um, you might want to stay tuned to that podcast because we're gonna be talking about some Pokemon. Once we get it. So. Yeah, it comes out on Friday. Shit, man. I got to oh, I got to get that game. Okay. Anyway, thanks for listening to us, man. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. And I am King Taviano on all social media. Give us a follow there at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And join the Facebook group where all the, all the action goes down. Thank you all so much for listening. We see y'all next episode. Peace. Peace. Mike check one two one two. My sweet wife. Is that you?